Hello and welcome to our podcast. My name is Francis King. I'm Alex Sturzing, and this is the first official episode of the Quarantine Podcast. So we're both high school guys. Um, I go to one high school. He decided last year he didn't like me, and he went to another what? high school. But we're here now, so we're going to do it. Uh, yeah. This idea has been in the pressure cooker for a while, uh, about a year now. It's just we've never had the time nor the motivation to do it, but we're doing it. And now we're stuck in our houses for the rest of the, like, probably the school year. So I'm going to talk to you. We're going to talk to you for about an hour, and it's going to be great. Yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen. But we think that, you know, it's about time that we do something useful with our lives. So without any further ado, let's get this train wreck on the road. All righty. So the idea for like our opening podcast is just for y'all to get to know us better. I'm sure a lot of the people listening right now like probably like know us like to some degree, but we're going to each share a story to like sort of illustrate our personalities. You want to start, Alex? uh, Real quick, I want to mention that. So in the future, we want to try and bring guests on as often as possible. And so we want to limit it to like one or two per episode. And the idea that we had was that each time a guest would come on for their first time, they would share a story. You know, like doesn't have to be funny, but just something about them that helps us to get them to know them better. So that's what we're going to do today. We each have a story that we're going to tell you. Do you want me to start, or do you want to go? I kind of want you to start. Not a lot. Kind of want me to start. Okay. Yeah. So go my home. story goes back to. When I was probably seven or eight, and I was at Disney, whichever Disney is in Florida. So I was there on a family vacation, right? And my family wanted to go see the parade. So it was going to be a load of floats with the Disney characters up there smiling and waving as they do. And being an impatient little kid, I had nothing to do. So while we were waiting, I across the way, because there were two aisles on each other street, Across the way, I saw this little beanbag game where it's a vertical board and you had to try and throw beanbags into the holes. So my little kid brain thought, hey, that would be fun. And being the little angel I was, I went over to my mom, hey, can I go over there and play that game? And she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll watch you from here. Go ahead and run along. And I went. I ducked under the wire, bolted across the street, but... I didn't see the wire on the other side because this rope was really thin. So I got clotheslined in the middle of Disney and slammed on the ground. I don't remember too much after that. What I do know is that I got taken by whatever ambulance they have. And amazingly, I didn't have a concussion when we investigated. So, yeah, that's my story about me being a careless little kid that got injured at Disney. It was not the happiest place in the world on that day. Alrighty, so I'm going to go into my story now. Uh, My story is from three hours ago. I almost set my lawnmower on fire. (laughs) So, for those of you who, like, never used a lawnmower before, you, like, put, like, there's, like, a gas oil tank, right? I don't know what oil does, which is kind of, like, bad because I'm, like, going to petroleum engineering. But, like, there's an oil tank and there's a gasoline tank that, like, you put the gas in, like, it, like, burns it, so, like, they can go, right? Well... 
I like didn't realize that there was like we had a container for both like oil and gasoline, so I put oil inside of like my gasoline tank, right? Which is really bad. And as I was like pouring it in, I was like, oh, this oil is yellow. Maybe it's special, right? So I put it in and then I close up my like I close up my um, lawnmower and I started like I started like I turned it on and white smoke just came out everywhere. But here's the really sad part. At first, I was like, oh, white smoke, that's cool. That means the engine is working really hard, right? So it must be good. But then it was all over the place. Like, I literally could not see in front of me. And even, like, to this, like, now, I don't know how to make that lawnmower run again. So if anyone listening has, like, any advice, just, like, hit me up. And that's my story for today. Have you never operated an engine before? I have, okay. I've, like... I've used a lawnmower before. I got my driver's license a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, your driver's license with the lawnmower? Yes, 100%. But, like, I didn't realize. I don't know. I guess I thought that, like, oil and gasoline, like, if I mix, if I, like, interchange them, it wouldn't be, like, too bad. Because I was like, oh, it's pretty much the same stuff, right? It all comes out of the ground. So, yeah, that's how I, I think I, think I broke my lawnmower. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you should probably look into how you can get that fixed. I don't I, think having a broken lawnmower would be too useful. I probably should not to lie, but um, yeah. yeah, that's that's all I got for that story. You know what? Maybe with this amazing segue into our next topic, while we're shut in with Corona, you can pick up a lawnmower manual and learn how to fix a lawnmower. I guess so. I have nothing but time. <laughs> yeah. And so, time is all we have now that Corona is taking over. Started um, was it December of last year in Wuhan, China, and has been slowly taking over the world. And it's yeah. also taking over this podcast. If I remember correctly, it started because like someone ate like a bat or something. Is that true? Do you know? I I've heard two things about how it could have started. Actually, three. Um, one was that somebody got in contact with a bat somehow. I don't know if they ate, ate it or touched it, but got spread through there. Another one was that it came from some sort of a seafood market over in Wuhan. And the last yeah. one was my favorite, is that it came out of a government laboratory where they oh, you heard that too. <laughs> engineered it and it accidentally escaped and now it's killing everyone. Wait, actually, I heard that last theory before. And here's the crazy part, right? Apparently, like, okay, according to like the people who theorize that that's how the virus started, it came from American laboratory. So... There's like rumors that China's like demanding reparations for coronavirus from America, which is America, actually no. wild. That's not how the rumor goes. The, really? the story is that yeah, That's what so, I heard. Okay. What I heard was that in all of China there's only one research lab or one that specializes in drugs to do with humans at the very least. Yeah. And it's in Wuhan. And that's where the virus started. Okay, I guess like you can put like two and two together there. Yeah. But, but like, with with everything being said, I do want to petition the entire world to start calling it the Kung Flu virus. Kung Flu is not a bad name for it, honestly. Like, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're in the yeah. year of the rat, so might as well have some fun with it. Yeah. Honestly, though, this year has actually been wild. Like, it's honestly just been, like, one bad thing after another. Actually... <laughs> The worst thing by far is that the baseball season got postponed. 
Oh no, the baseball season. That's the worst thing that's happened so far. We almost went to we almost went to war with Iraq. We almost went to war with Iraq, Alex, and you're mad about the baseball season. Well, yeah, you know what? Because we can mop up Iraq without even trying. What we can't mop up is all the broken hearts from baseball. Fine, fine. Okay, it's not even that good of a sport, though. Okay, that's because you didn't play it. One of my friends, he um, so him and I, he hates baseball. He's always talking trash about it. I brought yeah. him outside and we um played catch and then I pitched to him after he pitched to me. Him pitching to me, it wasn't very good, but when I was pitching to him, he actually hit the ball. And after that, he told me that baseball was actually really great. Fine, fine. Like, Go. baseball, in my opinion, is in the same tier as soccer, <laughs> which is okay. Actually, watching like like non-professional soccer players like play soccer is like actually more fun than watching professional soccer because like professional soccer players are like so good that like they like know how to like make sure that like no one scores anything but like anything below that like people are scoring goals like left and right so like while like a common so like it's just more interesting because they're actually making goals it's more fun to watch not gonna lie but the only problem is that you can't watch it anymore because corona canceled soccer yeah, I mean, Corona canceled everything. Yeah, which gets us today's, like, title. It's the end of the world, as we know it. I feel fine. It really but, uh, is. So, the biggest thing, I think, was that um, toilet paper is now a commodity to be fought over. Oh, my God. And restaurants are shut down, and they can't operate. At least, they can't operate with sitting room. The toilet paper thing is so stupid, okay? Be, okay, here's the thing, right? Realistically, how many rolls of toilet paper do people, like, go through, like, every, like, week or so, right? I mean, it's not that many. Two dozen box or two dozen what, yeah. bags of them? Yeah, because, like, I understand, okay? Like, toilet paper is, like, important. It's, like, important to have during quarantine. But, like, have you seen those pictures of people who had nothing on their cards except for, like, six, seven boxes of toilet paper? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, Karen's just going to the store and buying up all the toilet paper. It's ridiculous. That's the thing. Okay, and... so yes... oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I was going to say, yesterday I went out to Home Depot, right? Yeah. And because uh, I was doing some work around the house, I was cleaning up the pool, fixing the backyard a little bit, making it look nice. But I needed to go to Home Depot to pick up some stuff. While I was there, my mom texted me, Hey, Buy some toilet paper. Oh, God. You know, we have plenty of rolls. It's fine. I don't think we need it. She's like, no, do it. So being a good son, I decided, okay, you know what? While I'm here, I'm already asking this Home Depot dude about something. Like, I think it was where to find duct tape. So I decided, you know what? I'll just ask him, hey, do you have any toilet paper? He just said, we've been out of that for a long time. Okay. Home Depot doesn't sell toilet paper, do they? Actually, no, sorry, not Home Depot, Lowe's. I don't think Lowe's sells home, like, toilet Lowe's paper either. Lowe's sell toilet they, paper. They sell toilet they paper? they were out of stock. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, quick question. Okay, what do you prefer, Lowe's or Home Depot? I don't really care. I go to Lowe's more often, but that's just because Lowe's is closer. If Home Depot were closer, I'd go to Home Depot. I guess that's fair. I just have, like, a really bad impression of Lowe's, because the last time I went there, there was poop inside the urinal. 
which is just disgusting okay so like i've just never gone back there since then and i'm just like i just always go to home depot like if i ever like need to like go down there you know okay so you have problems with the lows because of that and you don't have problems with walmart okay the <laughs> walmart is like a necessity okay Lowe's is a spot <laughs> do you get where i'm coming from i do get where you're coming from but you know there's also target but target is like so expensive yeah, I guess. Is, isn't, like, Target, like, significantly, like, more expensive than, like, Walmart? Well, not, like, significantly, yeah, significantly. The, Target's the white person store. That That's fair, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, coronavirus. Okay, so, um, first thing, the thing that's affecting me, you, and most of pe- the people that are listening, because I'm sure it's just going to be a load of our friends that decided to see what a mockery we make of ourselves. Oh yeah, um, um So Klein ISC is canceled through April sixth. Ten. Ten. April tenth. Okay, yeah. So the first time we go back to school, uh, spring break was supposed to be from March 9th to thirteenth. Yeah. So now we are returning to school on Monday, April thirteenth. Actually, just, real quick tangent. I just want to mention. Yeah. You know it's a big deal when nobody is mentioning that Friday the 13th and Pi Day are on the same day. It is not. You're stupid. It's not. Friday the 13th. Okay, Alex? What is Pi? Oh. (laughs) Pi is 3.14. March 14th, Alex. (laughs) Yeah, there's just me being stupid. Yeah, but like I think they were like right next to each other. They are right next to each other. Friday yeah, thirteenth and then Pi Day. So you yeah. can watch your horror movie on like okay. So if you stay up till really late on Friday night, you can watch Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Then when it ends, let midnight hit, and then watch some pie movie, American Pie. I haven't yeah. seen that, but I know it's got pie in the title. And then you can get projector from MIT on the same day. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you get your MIT results back? Oh, yeah. You got rejected? I got rejected. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, like, I saw it coming. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, I saw it coming. <laughs> see, I, I find out about Notre Dame on Friday. 542. Oh, shit. And I'm, oh, you have, like, the timestamp, too. Yeah, yeah, it's some significant time. I just can't remember what the significance is. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, back to school. So yeah. school's out until the 13th of April. At early, honestly, we might even be out past then. See, Some places. The is, I don't want it to be out past then because I want to at least enjoy prom and graduation. Even though yeah, I, know. I will never have a date to prom. I don't want it. Oh. Okay, something fell. Never mind. But like, wait. Oh, wait, no, I'm still on. Okay. But like, I, it's not that I don't want it to go. I don't what? want like the school year to be ending right now. It's just like, Francis, it's prom. What? Like, can you not hear me? You good? Hello? Hey, Francis. Hello. Wait, what? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we just had technical difficulties where Francis's audio cut out, and after about five minutes of scrambling around, that was solved. So whatever Francis was saying, we don't remember, but we're just going to pick up on the thingy. Okay. Online school. Okay. Oh, online school. Oh, gosh. So... Here's the thing. With us being out for the next, was it, um, one, two, three, my calendar, three, three and a half weeks, it's undoubted that we're going to have some online school. And teachers have already started taking steps. 
such as my English teacher giving us a book assignment that we have to do over the break. That's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, ours isn't that bad, actually. It's a like choice thing where we just read a choice book and then write a blog about it. We do yeah. Snow Crash. It's an excellent book if you've never read it. Uh, I don't know. Like, I have really mixed feelings on like online school. Because I, like, I want to like start doing stuff again, but at the same time, I really don't want to. <laughs> yeah. My problem yeah. is that it's the environment. Like, when I'm at home, I'm extremely unproductive. Oh, no, definitely, yeah. So another thing, we had BC Calc. Um, My class, we decided that we were going to get a Discord call going, and we would talk about the lesson. Our teacher even joined. It was at 11 o'clock this morning, and I could not wake up for the life of me. What, did you miss it? I didn't miss it. I barely got up and got some coffee in me right before it. Yeah. But still, it's like my head was all kind of scrambled. Yeah, I've been like very reluctantly doing my like online assignments, but like I'm actually doing my calculus homework right now, which is kind of an accomplishment. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Yeah. I think tomorrow I'm gonna go over to my stepdad's and just work. Yeah, it's a place away from my house, away from my room, and I'll be able to focus better. Yeah. Uh, so besides calc do you have any other homework that you gotta do like i finished my chemistry stuff for the week i think it was biology it's just like i don't know calculus is hard like i okay hear me out right like i'm really surprised i like actually did my homework because i didn't even do my homework back when like my grades mattered like i've just been so bored lately i feel like that's just a really big thing you know See, He's I like, just went and picked up a copy of The Last of Us, so I won't have to worry about that. I'll just have to worry about being distracted. What kind of game is The Last of Us? It's supposed to be one of the best story games of all time. Wow. Um, and it's like uh, post-apocalyptic zombies and stuff, and this guy has to take care of his daughter, quote-unquote. Yeah. yeah. You know what would be wild? If, like, what? the coronavirus, like, mutated, you know? Like, have you played, play- have you played like, Plague Inc. before? I have played Plague Inc. and I love it, but yeah, that's yeah. not really realistic. Yeah, no, no, but hear me out, right? Like, you know how like there's like the infectivity and like the lethality, like um, yeah, sub like sub trees. I know like, exactly. This virus is like super like infectious, so if it mutates and becomes like deadlier, we might all die. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I, I mean, and that saying a lot because usually I'm a, the pessimist of the group. Yeah. But, you know, I think that it's not going to do that. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like, right now, like, the, like the death rates aren't, like, crazy. Also, like the I... thing you have to remember is it's targeting a lot of the people that ha- already have stuff wrong with them. Yeah. Like, the boomer so my only worry about it is that I have a weaker immune system, so I'm more susceptible to it. But other for regular healthy people, I don't think it's too big of an issue. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I've been, like, trying. Like, have you you heard, like, the social distancing stuff, right? I haven't been really paying attention on that. I've been wanting to go to the batting cages, and I haven't been able to do that. But, I mean, I've been out and about. I went to home, or I went to Lowe's yesterday. I went to GameStop today to pick up Last of Us. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, trying not to go out too much. Well, you're also under forceful quarantine by your parents. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I just can't go out anymore. It's kind of like, I don't know. 
not doing stuff was fun for a while, but now it's just not anymore. Now yeah, see, it's, it's fun. Not doing stuff is fun by choice, but not by force. Yes, that's that's also exactly what it is. <laughs> like literally, I've played enough league. I've played enough league for like the rest of like the year. Like I'm. See, I'm I think that's your problem. You're playing league. There's so many better games out there. Like you could be playing Rainbow Six. Rainbow Actually, Six. no, you can't. You don't have an Xbox One. But you have a computer you can play Rainbow Six on. Rainbow Six? I don't know. I can't... I suck at shooters. I think... I played something. I played Overwatch before. I oh, like the pretty funny. colors. Yeah. The funniest thing is that when we were on our... Um, when we were on our Calc Discord thing talking about Calculus, yeah. you know how you can see when people in the chat are online and what they're doing? Yeah. I could see two people that were playing video games. I think one of them was League. The other one was... I don't, I don't remember. I mean, like, multitasking is, like... It's pretty common, you know? It's not terrible. Yeah. I found it funny, though. Yeah. Well... So what else do we have? Do what else do we have? To, do you want to talk about do the you want to, like, Earn Adapt? Yeah, so, like, if you guys, like, don't know what the Earn Adapt is, it's, like, this, like, sort of thing that they've tried to, like, slip in, like, during, like, the coronavirus crisis. Yeah, so basically, it's, pretty, it's bipartisan support. Um, it was proposed by Republican Lindsey Graham and Democrat Richard Blumenthal from South Carolina and Connecticut, respectively. And they are trying to um, put it, it's an attempt to stop child abuse. And so the way that they say it is that companies have two options because the bill itself is meant to hold companies accountable for child abuse and that kind of stuff that they find on their websites. So say there was a Twitter post with child abuse, um, the Twitter would be held liable for that. And so the idea behind it is that companies can either give the government a backdoor into their uh, programming so that the government can take care of it which would intrude on the privacy or the companies can take preventative steps like Facebook has done to where they themselves can take care of it and the government doesn't have a back door. So this has kind of slipped under the radar during this whole Corona thing. And it's got, it's causing, it's a minor shout on the internet because not too many people are hearing about it, but the ones that are not very happy about it. Yeah. But I feel like a big reason about why people aren't happy about it is it like I mean the law itself has its like or the act itself yeah. has its like issues. But like part of it's just like the execution, you know? Like they like really tried to like slip this one under the radar. And they really tried to like sneak in like in the middle of the coronavirus crisis. And I feel like that was uh, that aspect of it was at least like a little bit small. It was slimy in my opinion. Well, you see the thing is when it's got bipartisan support, not only was it bipartisanly introduced, but it has I think 10 bipartisan senators that are, hey, you know, this is a good thing. Um, yeah. The thing that this is just showing is that no matter what side of the government it is, as long as it's government, they're going to try and invade your privacy. Yeah. Or at least, like, they're trying to make the government, like, more influential, I guess. Unless yeah. you're, like, a libertarian, I guess, Yeah. So, I guess, when we're talking about politics real quick, I guess we should squeeze in here. Just so you hear where we're coming from, I, myself, uh, I think of myself as a classical liberal who falls on the Republican side. Basically, uh, do what you want as long as it doesn't affect me, doesn't affect my rights. I don't care. Uh, Francis, if um, you want to go into that at all. I 
don't know like what I'm like into. Like I'm definitely more like liber I'm definitely like libertarian to like some degree. Like, At least when you're not being a total full fledged communist. Yeah, okay. Like when I like talk about communism, like you know I'm joking, right? But yeah, like yeah. my thing like I like heard like this quote somewhere I honestly like kinda of support it, you know? It was like I believe in a world where like a homosexual couple can can like protect their marijuana farms with their AR fifteens. And honestly, like I genuinely feel like if it doesn't affect like other people, like people should generally be allowed to like do what they want. But like the problem with that concept is like it it can't be like a definitive, I guess if that's the right word, you know. It can't be like an end all be all, you know. You can't like, like always just be... say you have to take care of some of the nuance there with specific. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like there's like a lot of like there's like a lot of like nuances. There's a lot of like situations. You know, where like you you the government just has to intervene. It's just like what they do. You know, right? Like and for I example, guess that's... Oh, go ahead. Like yeah, like for example, like I I okay. So like one of like my things is like I personally believe in like the legalization of marijuana. You know, so like just because like we we have evidence saying that's like not that bad so i believe that like it shouldn't be classified on a similar on the same level as like heroin like meth you know that's what i'm saying but like oh this is a weird tangent okay uh I guess hmm, how do I, there's up? different places where the government should step in such as preventing monopolies and that kind of stuff but yes exactly where they shouldn't and we have to find where that those cards fall or where the line's drawn yeah, because like if the if the free market system is allowed to run rampant, bad things happen, you know? Yes. Like you remember like the jungle by like Upton Sinclair, right? Yeah. So like honestly it's it's a I personally like really like the book because like it just shows that like those like libertarian like ideals won't they stand to some degree, but you can't allow it to like go out of control. Because yeah. Like, as much as some people might, like, hate the government, they might hate the cops, whatever, like, they're there for a reason. Without, like, OSHA, like, working, like, workplace practices would be, like, really bad, and people would die all the time. Without, like, minimum wage is, like, a really, like, big thing. There's a lot of debate over it, but, like, I think we can all agree that it would be really bad if we didn't have a minimum wage at all, you know? Yeah, because so, then like, um, uh, corporations could just not pay their workers. Exactly. Bad. So, like, my thing is, like, I I agree with your like libertarian stance. However, it's like there's an extent to it, you know. Like, that's that's pretty. I guess that's sort of like my like my thing. I guess. I okay, yeah. would you agree with this assessment that we're both more classical liberals in nature, but I fall more on the right, and you fall more on the left? I think that's actually. I think that's fair. Actually, I I'd agree with that. I definitely do far. I I fall more on the left than you do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. so I guess the problem with the uh, going back to what we're talking about with the whole bill is that what it is is the people see the problem with the government uh, being able to come in and do whatever they want and spy on people, similar to the Patriot Act. Like yeah. although yes, it's being done in a good thing, it's or being done with a good cause. It's not for good reasons, and so it um. I think, I think the problem is... More, oh, go ahead. I think it's more of, like, the intention is, like, good. However, it's, like, 
for execution. It's the, it's the execution, like the possibilities that opens up the doors to, you know? Right, because they could just be opening up the back door and all sorts of harmful third parties could come in and exploit it. Yeah, and it's not only the third parties, you know, you're giving up, like, your encryption privacy to, like, either the government or the... Or... what? What's, what is it again? Patriot Act? No, like, some kind of, like, corporation. I don't know. Like, oh, whoever's, corporation? Like, oh. Yeah. Business. Some sort of business. Yeah, the business, yeah. You're either, like, giving up your privacy to, like, either government or businesses. So, like, that's just honestly, like, a difficulty, like, in and of itself. And, like, yeah, it also just opens up the back door to, like, third parties, which is, it can just end up to be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I think a lot of the problems with this bill come in is where people just don't understand exactly what it is. They think it's too much of the back door. Um, because it seems like a lot of people are just angry about it without knowing the full story. I mean, we were looking into it and doing a little bit of research before we started recording. And we agreed it didn't seem too bad. Like looking at uh, what Richard Blumenthal said about it, he said that they're not proposing to eliminate that protection for companies that earn it by taking responsible steps to stop the exploitation of kids. So it's not just they're going and they're going to go take this back door and forcefully put it in. <laughs> they're not just going to go forcefully put a back door into all their uh, websites as long as companies are able to stop the. Um, like stop child abuse taking place on their platforms, they're going to be all right. But this does kind of echo the whole article 13 thing um, about companies being responsible for what's on their platforms and all that. That's a whole different rabbit hole. We can get into a different day though. Yeah. definitely. So that's pretty much like the fastest behind that bill. Do you want to go like forward? I don't know. Do you have anything else to add? I'm I've said that's pretty, I, that's honestly, like, pretty much all there is, you know? Like, it, ha- it definitely has good intentions, because, I mean, like, I feel like everyone can agree that, like, child exploitation is bad, obviously. Unless you but, live like, in China. Just... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, like, it's the other thing. So, like, in the really, West, like... we agree that child exploitation is bad. Yes. In the... Actually... In, g- in general. It's a general opinion that child exploitation is bad. Yes. Okay, real quick, yeah. I forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about Corona, but I found a funny story about Corona. So coming from Fox News, published two days ago as of this recording, uh, that would be Monday the 16th. But you know what? Uh, Not really anybody else is covering it, so I'm just going to use Fox News as a source. You could also look to the the new Indian Express if you want. I saw it on there too. Okay, fine, fine. Um, (laughs) So Fox News... This is what they say. While millions of Americans are holed up at home and stocks nosedived again on Monday as the coronavirus outbreak drags on, the defense minister from an African nation, which is Zimbabwe, described the deathly pandemic as God's punishment for sanctions imposed by the U.S. and other Western countries. <laughs> so the here is that Zimbabwe is blaming the coronavirus outbreak on, as I saw in one article, the sins God. of the West. Ah, yes. And oh. the most ironic thing here is that it's not even the West that started it. It was it came from China. It's the Kung Flu virus. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, like, it's reached a point where it's, like, not even just the West anymore. Because, okay. Well, no, no, that's not even the thing. It started in the East. It didn't even start in the West. Yeah. And, like, 
Okay, so here's the thing, right? So, like, like the entire, like, African, sub-Saharan, sub-Saharan African con- subcontinent, there we go, that's fair, I think, something like that. Anyways, sure. that entire area, right, they have, like, a really, like, small number of reported coronavirus cases, right? And I yeah. think perhaps, like, what, like, it was, like, the Minister of Defense, right? Is that what it was? It was Zimbabwe's Defense Minister, Opa Muchinguri. I think. Yeah. Anyway, so I feel like the defense minister's like ideal. It's like, oh, this there's like a lack of reported cases. It means we don't have it, right? Well, you know, you well, guys like, dealt with that Ebola, so. It's okay. No, it's not even that. I think it's just like a lack of like testing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is um, actually a really big problem. It is, and like even yeah. our community uh, in yeah. Texas, there are a load of cases, but we barely have testing resources. I think. Yeah. The last I heard, it was able to do 100 tests a day in the second largest state in uh, the United States. It's yeah. not really going to cut it. And do you have a statistic on how much money like it takes to like test yourself for, corona- for coronavirus no. or COVID-19? No, but oh. I do know that um, some government organizations are trying to make tests free. Yeah, but like at the moment, even with insurance, it could rack up to about like over $1,300. But right now, the biggest problem with it is the manpower. There's not enough, like, mobilization of these testing kits to get it done. Yeah, there's no mobilization. It's, like, it's just not... It's not being put out there costs too much. It's not, like, happening, you know? Yeah. Like, that's just a really big issue. Because if you don't... uh, If I remember correctly, okay, um, the coronavirus doesn't show symptoms for five days. Is that true? Do you know? Okay, I'm not sure about not showing symptoms for five days. What I do know is that it's got a 14-day incubation period, and the symptoms can vary from none to all of them, like a fever or a cough or other flu-like symptoms. Yeah. So the incubation period is about five days, and then you'll develop symptoms within 12 days of infection, right? So what that means is that there's, like, a gap between you getting infected and being able to, like, spread this virus, and, like, the time where you're able to, like, uh, the time where you're like able to like know like whether or not you have anything on you, right? Which is part of the reason why this like still like infective at the moment. And if yeah, people aren't we don't have control of it, we don't know when it's happening. Yeah. What's going on. Yeah, without testing, it's out of control. That's really the bottom line there, honestly. And I just got an update from uh, at real Donald Trump. I want all Americans to understand we are at war with an invisible enemy, but that enemy is no oh. match for the spirit and resolve of the American people. Well said, Mr. Trump. Okay, all right. What's your opinion on that tweet? That's what I want to hear first. I mean, so the thing is, um, it's just drumming up support. Like, he wants to help the morals, or he wants to help morale boost. Uh, I guess so, I guess so. What is going to be interesting about this is that um, we have two very different, um, I guess, paths being taken. And it's going to be kind of a case study for infectious diseases in the future. Because yeah. uh, I know we were going to say said we were going to move on a while ago yeah. with that. Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Keep oh, going, well. keep going. Fine. Um, the two case studies we have are the United States and the United Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, although they sound pretty similar with both being united, uh, they couldn't be more different in how they're taking steps against the coronavirus. So in the United States, we're all experiencing very much of a lockdown. We're all shut in, being quarantined off and all that. Over in the United Kingdom, all that they've done is just put a restriction on people 65 and over that they can't go out. How's that that, going for them? I don't know. I haven't really been following it too much. I just heard about it. 
I know that in the future, this is going to be, I guess, what we can look to to see. Hey, you know, was the lockdown necessary? Is that what saved all our lives? That's actually really important because that was actually, like, my first take on it. Like, when the coronavirus first started becoming, like, a big thing. Because, like, the death rates for, like, people, like, under, like, 65 or whatever, like, people who, like, aren't at risk for a disease are really low. Yeah. So what I was thinking is that maybe it might have just been more efficient just, like, all around for us to, like, quarantine those who are at risk of, like, dying. Yeah. Because, because like, don't get me wrong, it's bad. It's not, it's a, it's a bad disease, you know? Like, I, I'm not, like, trying to dismiss that fact, you know? It's, like, very similar to the flu, and, like, a lot of people, like, use that argument to say, oh, it's not that bad, but the flu is a really bad disease, too. People well, die all the time that, because of flu. With the We're flu, we've built up the immunity to it. Yeah. So, uh, honestly... is a whole new thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not a doctor. Like, I, I'm, I'm putting that out there, you know? Like, I'm not, like, an authority mm-hmm. on this subject, so, I, so like, take my pain with, a, with, like, a grain of salt, right? But, like, if we had just, like, quarantined those who are at risk and let everyone else run around, I feel like, I think we might have been able to build, like, some kind of immunity to it, or, like, taken steps towards building some kind of immunity to it in the future. And on top of that, our economy wouldn't have tanked as badly as it just did. I'd say the economy tank was also, at least in the earlier part, um, was yeah. due to a lot of fear-mongering. Yeah. Actually, the economy tank is, yeah, it really is a lot more due to, like, the public opinion of the disease than, like, the disease, than the, the economy tanking is more of an indicator of, like, the public's opinion on the disease rather than the severity of the disease itself, you know? Right. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, basically, I just found those numbers I want to bring up real quick. Yeah. So, um, in the United States, there are currently 8,034 confirmed cases, 124 of them being fatal, and 106 recovered. In Texas wow. alone, there's 169 confirmed cases, three fatal, and zero recovered. Then for the entirety of the United Kingdom, it is 2,626 are confirmed, 103 are fatal, and 65 have recovered. Yeah. So what does that tell you, then? Basically, it tells me that um, the United Kingdom is a lot smaller of a place, so without mm-hmm. doing numbers, it's going to be kind of hard to do this offhand, like calculations for percentages and all that, and I don't feel like doing that. I'm not in a math mood. I did the calculations for the United States, right? And you said 100-something disease, 100-something cases out of like 8,000-something cases, right? Well, it's 169 in Texas out of 8,034. Oh. One hundred sixty-nine Texas out of eight thousand thirty-four for Texas, right? Eight thousand thirty-four for the United States. Eight thousand thirty-four fatal cases. Total for the United States. Total cases. One hundred twenty-four were fatal in the United States. One hundred thirty-four. Wait, here, here's one thing that's to note, though. Despite the United States having like three times more cases confirmed. Yeah. The the United States and the United Kingdom have similar fatalities. So the United States has 124, which is only um, was it 21 more fatal cases than the United Kingdom, despite the United Kingdom being a lot smaller and having a lot less people infected. Uh, let's talk about that in terms of proportions, though. Like, how many cases have they? How many cases have they had in the United Kingdom? Has it been significantly more than we have here? No, it's been significantly less. About a, a third of it. Yeah. 
but they're also smaller. So what you're saying is that despite them having a lot smaller population and a lot yeah. um, like smaller amount of confirmed cases, they have similar mortality numbers. So they have a higher death rate. Pretty no, much. They, out of, they, their death rate out is of cases. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. They have almost twice as many fatalities as they have recovered. For the United States as a whole, um, it's within 20 for the fatalities uh-huh. versus recovered. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, I guess, the way, like, what's up? In uplifting news, though, we, there have been 215,000 confirmed cases. Around 9,000 of those were fatal, fatal but around 84,000 people have recovered. So... Small scale, it looks like really high mortality rates, around 50%. Globally, not so much. Global, I did the math, it's about 4% mortality rate. Okay, um, so Elon Musk recently tweeted out about the coronavirus. He said there was this thing looking into a treatment for coronavirus, and I skimmed it. It's talking about using this chemical called chloroquine to kind of stop it. So basically, the idea is that it's able to stop coronavirus, and they're doing testing right now. But something reading this article that blew my mind, um, the COVID-19, it comes yeah. from coronavirus disease 2019. So it's core, or COVID, is coronavirus, id, disease, or no, wait, no, sorry. Co is the coronavid virus, D, disease, in the 1920-19. Yeah, I, I thought that somebody just may come up came up with COVID nineteen. Ah, uh, like oh I I like derived like the nineteen, but the, the COVID I didn't actually get myself. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, actually, an interesting thing. I actually looked at the chloroquine. It's actually used to treat malaria, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, and so it's yeah. been used in the past as um, treatments for stuff. It says here it's like ideally pr- uh, preventative measure but it can be used to treat it. So if you're interested in this article, go look on Elon Musk's Twitter. It's one of the recent things, and he talks about maybe worth considering chloroquine for COVID-19. Yeah, and actually, I think chloroquine is like readily accessible. I don't know if they still use yeah. it, but I remember I read somewhere that like they use they use um, quinine, which I think is like similar to like chloroquine in, um, gin and ton- in tonic water. Have you heard of tonic water? Like yeah, a, I know. It's what they use for, for gin and tonic, yeah. So I guess yeah. it's like readily available, too. Hmm, not bad, then. Yeah, so that's the thing. If you're worried about it, they're already coming up with uh, solutions to it. Yeah. Okay, well, now... Like, Go ahead. Uh, can I have, like, a final note on this? Like, yeah. That, it yeah. is... Like, you do also have to keep in mind, though, like, even if they're able to, like, come up with, like, a cure, like, some, a way to, like, deal with it, right? They have so to deal with Yes, mobilization, yeah, distribution, that kind of thing. That's also going to take a while, too, which, like, brings me back to a point where, like, honestly, April 10th, for us going back to school, might not be, like, 100% realistic. Like, I think it's definitely going to be, like, much farther than that. See, if we even go back to school this year. I'm really hoping that it's April 10th. Yeah. Not because I want to experience more of school, but because I want to experience more of life. I mean, senior year, you know, we want to be able to enjoy ourselves. My mom's not letting me out of the house too much. You know, I do have some freedom. She's like, stay away from your friends. They could have coronavirus. Oh, yes. I'll cough on you, Alex. <laughs> I yeah, will cough I on you. I have to go over and see you today, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. 
anyway, so I want to go be able to hang out with friends. I, as much as I know I'm going to be super lonely around prom time, I want to be able yeah. to go, you know, I got my group that I'm going to go with, your planet go with Boys. in graduation. <laughs> I don't yeah. want that stuff to be canceled. Yeah, I just want my diploma, man. Like, if I'm being, like, totally honest with you, but, like, I, I really just want to go out. Like, it's just, like, I want, it's, it's painful, like, to, like, a degree, you know? Like, you're, like, cooped up inside of, like, a house for, like, like all the time. And, like, yeah, and, it, I mean, it being an indoor kid, it's all right. We're used to it. But it's just yeah. not being able to on your own free will is kind of sucky. Yeah. Because, like, even then, like, I enjoy, like, being indoors and, like, doing nothing at home, right? But, like, it's, yeah. like, it's reached a point where even I'm, like, yeah, this way, this, like, too much for me, you know? And, like, I, I feel can... like, hmm? Go ahead. I was going to do like I, a little thing. I feel like all around, like the extended, like, if like people, like we're going to be like, we're going to have to like stay inside more obviously, but like all around, like this going to have like a detrimental effect on like mental health, just like nationwide. And I think that that's going to be rough to like deal with in like the coming like weeks or months or whatever. One thing that does benefit on the topic of like mental health and health in general. So, in the United States, there have been steadily declining birth rates, but currently yeah. a lot of people are working from home. There's no sport uh, yes. to watch. So, you know what? Maybe we see a spike in birth rates out of this. Oh, uh, yes. I think they had, like, a nickname for them. They were thinking of a nickname for them on Reddit, actually. I think... I... I don't... I can't... I can't... It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't, like, recall for, like, the life of me, but yeah. If you if you can come up with it later, just... Shout yeah, I I can shout out later, but, but like, yeah. I guess you and can say this school year is ending not with a bang, but with a whimper. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> is any yeah. closing notes on coronavirus? Uh, I okay. One last bit too here. Like, there's also like a lot of reforms that are like taking place right now because of like the problems that the coronavirus is like, sur- like I guess like surfaced. Like, like a big thing is like people like a lot of like companies have realized that like people's jobs could just be done from home. So like just in general, like there might just be a move towards that in the near future. Like at least like once all of this is blown over, because if like people are able to like do their jobs from home, like it like cuts down commute times, commute costs, stuff like that. On top of that, a lot of companies are reassessing their like healthcare, their sick day like policies and stuff like that. So I guess to some degree there is some silver lining to this, but it's it's gonna be a rough like couple of weeks. But I guess that's what we're here for, you know. <laughs> On that whole future assessing note, is yeah. something I just real quick want to ask you about. Um, are you at all like familiar? Do you keep up with video games at all? Uh, eh, not particularly. Yeah, I did play... you hear about E three getting canceled? Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a really big thing. Yeah, because so... um. It What's used up? to be this huge giant trade show where all the companies would come and develop their thing. In the recent years, it's been waning. So, like, I believe it was last year, Sony backed off and they held their own conference. Yeah. And I guess a lot of fears with that is that it's just going to show all these companies how little they miss out on from not showing up to E3. And it could change yeah. that in the future. So, there's an example for you. I guess so, yeah. Like, literally, like, the only, like, video games that I keep up with are League of Legends patch notes. I'm still waiting for Elder Scrolls 6, because Dude, literally... The... Coming out. Yeah, I, I've come to terms with the fact, yeah. <laughs> I... It's sad, though, I don't know. I'm like... sad. What's up? Good. Well, like, I'm I don't sad. know, I'm just sad. 
Okay, you go, you go. Final answer, final answer. Go for it. CD Projekt Red was supposed to release Cyberpunk 2077 uh, March 17th, I think? March, no, maybe March 13th? I think it was March yeah, 13th. Yeah, it was around this time, though, yeah. And they delayed it, so that it comes out September 27th. So not only... I, I got it pre-ordered for my last birthday. Not only do I have to till next birthday to be able to play it, but I can't just be binging it while stuck here at home. Yeah, but I am really looking forward to Cyberpunk 2020 because, like, I remember I watched the trailer with you guys, like, I think during the summer, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I remember watching the trailer, it actually looked like a really good game. So what I'm hoping is, like, since they're, like, putting, like, a hiatus on, like, the release date, they're not, like, pushing out anything that's, like, super rushed, you know, like, they're really, like, taking their time to make yeah. it into, like, a good game. And honestly, like, that's... It's just a really good practice that I, like, appreciate, like, video game companies, you know? I mean, because, yeah, like, there's the thing where it's, like, delays are really good, but we're needy people, and it's unfortunate we're patient. that it happens. Yeah. But, like, what you also don't want is, like, the Fallout 76 fiasco, right? Where, like, they send out, like, a rush, like, piece of garbage. From, yeah. like, trying to, like, meet a deadline, you know? I mean, there's the and... silver lining to it. It's just unfortunate that it happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I, like, I don't know, I really, I was really looking forward to Elder Scrolls 6, right? Because, like, the Elder Scrolls games has, have just been, like, one of, like, my favorite series, right? I started in Oblivion, I played Oblivion and Skyrim, like, multiple times each, right? And, like, I just really, I really, really enjoy, like, the series, you know? I would have, like, I think it was Hammerfell, right? Elder, Elder Scrolls 6, right? I, I was, like, really excited for it, and... I don't know. The odds of it actually taking place are just like dwindling, and that makes me feel bad sometimes. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna cut you off right there because I have an idea. So well, you know sorry. how next week we were planning. Okay, so at the end of this episode, we're gonna give you each five movie reviews or five movies we recommend watching. Next yeah. week we're gonna do TV shows. How about next week we? Um, do it on ways to entertain ourselves. We'll each bring top five video games, top five TV shows, and then stuff we can do at home. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so that'll okay. be like the central part. Of the okay, yeah, definitely. So our video game discussion will continue next week. Yeah, but in today's yeah. news, Francis has our next story. Ah, yes, Idubs. Idubs is now a simp. Um, so for those of you who are like not familiar with the term, it's like sort of a reference to like. The original use, like, the the good use for the word is, like, pretty much someone who, like, lets, like, other women in general, like, walk over them in, like, exchange for, like, prospects or relationship or, like, some kind of relationship, right? Basically, so, you're kind of standard chivalrous guy that's doing stuff for girls, but the girls don't care. Well, yes, but there's also the idea that they're doing it because they're expecting something out of it, which is honestly, like, the really big problem with stems, you know? You get what I'm saying? Like, being a good yeah. person isn't a bad thing, but, like, it's when you, like, expect something out of it where it becomes problematic. But uh, it's, it, that's, that's irrelevant. So, yeah. Idubs... Okay, so just, like, a bit of a background on Idubs, right? Idubs is, like... He was once a very... He was, he was once, like, a great content creator, right? His, like, one of his, like, biggest work... I, I say his biggest work, actually, was, like, his diss track on Rice Gun. And it was just a really... It was just something that I personally really appreciated because at the time when he dropped that diss track, like, it was... YouTube was going in, like, a... In my opinion, was, like, a bad direction, right? Like, it was, like... 
gearing towards like creators like Rice Gum and like Jake Paul, who were like cloud chasers, right? And they were like getting like attention because of it. And, like it seemed like it seemed at the time that like that's just what YouTube was gonna be from then on, right? But I dropped, I just dropped like this fire diss track, and it was it was just amazing. You know, he like called out he called like he called out Rice Gum in particular. And it just, like, led to a lot of people having a lot of respect for him as an individual, right? So I guess, like, to some degree, like, people, like, idolized him because, like, they were like, wow, this guy's, like, really cool, right? But um, in recent news, his, um, I think it's his girlfriend, right? She's opening up an OnlyFans account. For those of you who do not know, it's pretty much a site for her to, like, post lewd, lewd pictures of herself for money, right? And the problem with this is that, like, when, like, they, when Twitter confronted her about, like, IDubs' support of these actions, she was like, oh, he's, like, totally behind it, right? So, in a way, like, IDubs is just, like, letting this girl walk all over him in exchange for, like, you know, romantic relationship. And it's just sad, you know? Like, you're, it's, yeah, it's just sad, you know? Like, you watch something, you watch someone that you, like, really idolize just, like, fall fall like that as a person, and I don't know, you, you feel kind of bad. And yeah, that's sort of the news on iDubs. Like, do you have like, any more questions about it? Like, No, see, I can't really relate to that because when I was growing up, I never really watched iDubs. I didn't go into a lot of those big names. I mean, when I'm talking about growing up, I'm saying, you know, in 6th, 7th yeah. grade, I used to watch uh, a load of Minecraft videos. I wasn't really into iDubs type stuff. Yeah. But I can definitely get where you have those idols that just kind of fall from grace now. Yeah. But I think it also asks a really good commentary on, like, why it's just, like, why you shouldn't be, like, idolizing people in general, you know? It's a problem when it comes to, like, simping. It comes to, like, idolizing items, too, you know? Like, people aren't perfect, but, like, we should be working towards, like, an ideal, you know? But there are two so, people that are perfect, and that is Tachanka from Rainbow Six and Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Okay, fair. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. What do you think about Elon Musk? I, I like. I like. The Elon guy. Musk had premarital relations and got grand. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Something I did find out though, because I've been watching a lot of Westworld recently. Um, What's that? One of the, it's okay. It's a show we can get into next week because I guarantee All right. it's But. Westworld. Um, one of the actresses in there was his ex-wife twice. I didn't know this. <laughs> I learned this oh, two days ago. Wait, so they got married, divorced, married, then divorced again? Yes. Wow. They also had what a life. Three children, I think. Let me let me find out. Ah. <laughs> oh um, God! Wow. I can't remember. Uh... I thought they had children. Let me see. Yeah. So if you are wondering, the um, actress, her name is Talula Riley. Wait, I think I've heard that name before, actually. Let yeah, it's Elon Musk's former wife. So she Aww. played one of the. She played somebody on Westworld. I can look it up real quick because I'm doing that right now. Do you want to anyway, like try yeah. and find the kids if Elon Musk has any kids? Because I can't remember. Does he have any kids? I can look it up. Does Elon Musk have kids? Um. I yes, he, he has. Did. Wait, he has so many. He has a ton of sons. What the hell? He has six children. Seriously? I don't know which ones are from his like previous relationships and which one is from like. Okay, 
So Justine Musk, 2000 to 2008, right? That's how long that relationship lasted. And Tallulah Riley, 2010 to 2012. They divorced 2012. They remarried 2013. Yes. And they were married until 2016. And now uh, they, they got divorced, and now he's with that weird singer chick named Grimes. Which one? Grimes. She Grimes? she did some work on Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, I guess I can respect that. But then. she has, like, a <laughs> kind of a techno thing, and her music videos are really weird. That's fair, that's fair. And so I just found it. Tallulah Riley played the host, Angela, on Westworld. If you know anything about Westworld, you might recognize her, or maybe not, because... Her name isn't all that clear, but yeah, she was on there. What's Westworld? What's it about? Get into it next week. Basically, okay, uh, okay. they make. Okay, did you ever play Fallout Four? Uh, I've watched videos. I have the channel okay. just. Yeah. Do you know the Institute? How they make the synths? Yeah, yeah. Basically, this company is making synths. Essentially, oh, that's there's all these problems that come out of it. I'll go into it later on. Okay. Okay. Time. It gets right, really right. in depth. There's all sorts of crazy stuff, and I want to avoid spoilers. Yeah. And yeah. then um, it is also the anniversary of, you can get this one. First Spacewalk. Yeah. So uh, I came across this on the Bing because I use Bing because it's superior it is to Google. Trash. Superior to Honestly, Google. Honestly, I kind of hate Google too. And so yeah, you, I hate Google as a corporation. I yeah. Google spies on you with its stuff, and it changes the search yeah. results. That's why I don't like Google. That's yeah. Google you, as a corporation is really slimy. Wait, who runs yeah. Bing, though? Microsoft. Microsoft. I'm not saying Microsoft's not slimy, but I think no, their search engine less, is better. I don't Just know about the better search engine, engine, but like I think you could argue that Microsoft is like less slimy than Google. Yeah, it's better because it's less slimy. Like there's not as much manipulating of search results and as much um, like buying on you through that. That's why I Data use mining. it. Um, Data mining. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. But so each day they have this on this day in whatever whatever year. So, being an aerospace engineer, something that happened this day in 1965 piqued my interest. So, going back to communism, the USSR, they were doing their whole space race thing with the United States. And on this day, which is uh, March 18th in 1965, the first spacewalk was conducted. It was conducted by Soviet astronaut Alexei Leonov, probably mispronounced it, whatever. It lasted a whole 12 minutes. So wow. this was seen as a big step for Russia with the whole, ha-ha, you suck U.S. We got a man outside walking around in space for the first time ever. And you don't. Ah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Was, we become the moon. Spoiler alert. Wait. Spacewalk? You mean like they flew outside of like their spaceship, right? Yeah. So basically a spacewalk, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is when an astronaut will suit up and exit their space capsule and do stuff outside of a spaceship. Ah. So, like, uh, currently the ISS, they have a lot of spacewalks that they do where they'll go outside of the station and go do repairs or conduct experiments. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, that's just a little bit piece of history. But this is, like, a weird question. Well, like, well, did you have, like, a dream, like, career, like, when you were, like, super young? Just like, oh, we're talking about astronauts, right? Like, a lot of kids, like, they're like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Like, I never now. dreamed to be an astronaut, actually. What was your thing? My dream was being a pro MLB player. Major League Baseball. Wait, why did you stop playing baseball? I forgot. Basically, so what happened was in the seventh grade, I decided, or no, it was for the eighth grade because I played through my seventh grade year. I decided, hey, I'm going to stop sports and do 
baseball or not do baseball stuff, do schoolwork stuff, and I never got back into baseball. But I played since I was really young. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. And so you were playing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, just this year though, I've been really regretting that decision, and just if I could have done one thing differently, I would be playing baseball now. I could have gone pro. Do you think you could have gone pro, like legitimately? I'd, I probably could have gone pro. Could but... or could. I mean, I guess everybody has that potential if they put in enough hard work. I don't think I would have done that because I would have been too focused on school. Even if I was yeah. playing baseball, I would still have a load of time. I wouldn't just be focusing on baseball. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of miss that. That's fair. I don't know, what, what was your dream career? I want to be a clown. <laughs> like, not a comedian. Like, no, I want to be a, a clown. clown? Yes, I want clown? to be a circus clown. Yes. Like, Dude, I so want... What's up? Go go ahead. No, I like want to like I want to like do like the stupid stuff. Like I think gosh, what was that circus called? It was like Barnum and something. Barnum and Bailey? Barnum and Bailey, yes. I used to watch I watched like one of their shows once and like I was just so fascinated, you know? It's like you know how like some people are like super scared of clowns? Yeah. I wasn't. Like I was like, yo, that is so cool. Like my favorite was like that motorcycle show where like they like oh, drove they like put them in the big circle ring. Where they yes. and they would just drive around. Yeah, I like seeing an elephant. I like I saw an elephant. I was like, wow, that's so cool. You know, I rode on an elephant once at a circus. Yeah, so, so I try. So like that was like my life goal for like a decent amount of time, and then I think yeah, that that was just my goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so a gripe on clowns. Before the rodeo was canceled, I went to the rodeo two times. Yeah. It was um, Wednesday the 4th and Saturday the 7th. On Wednesday the 4th, we saw a good show with Willie Nelson. On Saturday the 7th, my family left before the show because it was some random person that we didn't care about. But in both time, the main spectacle of the rodeo, if you're not familiar or have never been to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, is the bullfighting. Or not bullfighting, but bull riding. So basically, cowboys have to stay on a bull for eight seconds without getting bucked off. And in order to yeah. ensure the safety of the cowboys, they have a crew of clowns out there, which is three uh, three clowns that will run around, and one clown that's supposed to sit in a barrel and, I guess, stop the bull. <laughs> but if you pay attention to my wording carefully there, you would hear the supposed to. In neither show, on the Wednesday or the Saturday, did the guy, I think his name is Leon Coffee, if I remember correctly, neither one he stayed in the barrel. Both days, he just ran off to the sidelines before the bulls came out. Oh, come on. It's the show, though. <laughs> I know it's oh, the show, but he's giving clowns a bad name. He really is. He really is. He's giving us clowns a bad name. Who knows? I might end up a clown, like, eventually, you know? Well, you know, they have college for that, so. Uh, wait, there's a clown college? I'm pretty sure there is. Ah, but I can check on it real quick. Um, so what's the rodeo like? Like, is it good? Yes, it's the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey clown call. Uh, the rodeo is great. So basically, with the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, uh -huh. what they have is the Livestock Show and Rodeo, which are two separate things. Um, so you have the rodeo, which is where the cowboys and cowgirls compete in two different events. Or. Mm -hmm. And not two different events, seven different events. So there's um, calf, wrangling, uh, like calf wrangling, where two cowboys ride. One of them 
uh, gets the hooves, one of them gets the head. There's steer wrestling, which is a cowboy will ride and then jump off the cow or jump off the horse, grab onto the calf, and then flip it over and tie its legs together. Mm-hmm. Bareback riding, saddle bronc riding, and bull riding, which are all the same thing as the bull riding, except one's with a horse and one's with a horse without a saddle. Yeah. And then I can't remember if there's one or two other events there, but there's definitely barrel racing, which is where the, that's the one woman's event. It's where they'll go ride around and race around barrels in a clover formation and try and get oh, back cool. fast. Yeah. And if there's another one I'm forgetting, I'm sorry. I don't remember exactly. But the best part about it is probably the calf scrambles where they'll take 30 FFA kids. And actually, one of the days that I was there, they had a Klein King kid there. I can't remember. Oh, who wow. it was. Yeah. But they take 30 contestants and 15 calves and set them loose. And the High schoolers have to try and chase them down. Oh. And it's like two, it's two to a calf, right? I remember, like one that had one of the hooves, something like that? No, no, this is just you have a load of high schoolers in NRG going around yeah. and chasing cows, trying to get a leash on them and take them back to so the like, center. And then if they get like, that, they get, they get credit like for a tournament calf style? No. Oh, okay. Have okay. you ever been to NRG? I get, uh, I've been to NRG Stadium, but like I haven't yeah. watched a rodeo before. Okay, so you know how there's all the seats, then there's like the dirt area on the bottom? Yeah. So they take us, they paint a white square on the bottom. And on one end of the square, they have the contestants line up, so 30 high schoolers. And then around that, on the two sides, they'll have a lot of rodeo volunteers. Then at the end of that, they'll kind of funnel over to the gate. So they'll send 15 calves through the funnel, and the like, volunteers will chase them. Then they yeah. get set loose in the arena. And so the 30 contestants have to try and grab a calf and get a leash on it and pull it back into the square before um, other people can. And then they get free credit for either, a, I think it's a cow or a heifer, I don't know, whatever the terms are for male or female. So they get to raise it and then bring it back to compete next year. Oh, so you get to keep the ones that you like grab? You don't keep the one that you grab. You get credit. For one, if you grab one. Oh. So it's pretty okay. funny. It usually ends up with a lot of high schoolers falling or getting trampled by calves. Ah. So, like, you get, like, so it's like a free pet then if you're able to get one. Yeah. And so you raise it and then have it compete in the livestock show, which is the other part of that. So, the livestock show is something that happens. There's um, a big shopping center. Then in the back, yeah. they have a livestock show where contestants will come and show off their animals and try and sell them or get prizes. Interesting. Then there's and usually what? a carnival that comes. So you get a load of free food, not a load of free food, a load of fried food, a load of barbecue, and you can go on the rides. Cool. The is unfortunate like thing was racing. Yeah. So like, is there still like a cow racing thing? There's the barrel races. That's about as oh, close that it? to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunate thing, it got canceled last week sometime. Yeah. And so, no more rodeo, but I got my two rodeo runs in fine, so okay with that. That's good, that's good. I don't know. I feel like being, like, I feel like attending the rodeo is, like, part of being a Texan. Like, I kind of wish I had to, like, attend at some point in my life, but, like, I never did, so I guess just whatever. (laughs) Yeah, no, see, I'm just your redneck kind of folk out here doing country stuff. Honestly, though. You're a very redneck type of folk. I'm not, not very redneck. It's just I hang out with a lot of Asians, 
And so I'm the most redneck person out of the people I hang out with. I think that's what it is, actually. Like, you're just, like, redneck in, what's it called, in comparison to us. On, yeah, on a scale of uh, normal to redneck, I'm pretty close to normal. But on a yeah. scale of wh- who I hang out with, to me, I'm on the redneck end. That's fair. Like, okay, I mean, like, okay, like, here's, like, the factors, right? Like, you have a giant beard, which is something, right? Not I think that's kind Okay, you have a beard, though. That makes you pretty redneck, right? Yeah. Don't I you drive an F-150? Yeah, I drive a 2007 F-150. Yeah, you drive an F-150, which also Crazy. makes you pretty redneck. And then I remember that one time you wanted to shoot fireworks. Yeah. Those multiple, the multiple times that you wanted to shoot fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, and that, like, puts you, like, at a pretty too. redneck. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's pretty redneck. That's just me liking explosions. I don't know. I'd say pyromania is, like, pretty redneck. That's not know. a... I'm not a pyromaniac, though. Okay, not pyromaniac, but, like, I just, firework I like enthusiast. Fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a pyromaniac. I, I'm a firework enthusiast. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, Ice, do you want to get on to the last subject? We're running around uh, an hour and 20 minutes right now. So okay. do you want to do movies? Yeah, sure. Do you want to do movies? Okay. Do you want to yeah. do yours first? I was thinking we could go back and forth. Okay. Uh, okay so want- for those of you listening, I talked to Francis last night when we were planning out. And we decided that in order to help you, the listener, we are going to each recommend five of our favorite movies for you to watch during this whole quarantine thing. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth with movies that we would recommend you watch. I don't know about Francis, but all of mine I've seen and enjoyed and are in no particular order. Francis, if you would like to start us off. Okay, so my first one is called Yes Man, right? So it's, um, it's a, it's it a movie on Netflix. Okay, so mov- it's, on, it's a movie on Netflix. Jim Carrey's in it, right? So, like, the thing is, like, this guy has... Like, this, like, motivational speaker comes to, like, this guy's town, and he's, like, you have to say yes to, like, everything that, like, to, like, everything that, like, people offer you, right? And I feel like, yes, it's a comedy, but, like, there's also, like, this serious aspect that, like, people in general just need to say yes to more things, you know? Like, maybe yeah. not now, because we're in, like, a quarantine-ish, but, like, it's just, like, it kind of inspired me to, like, some degree, but it's, like, it, like, I generally, I turn down plans, like, a lot, right? But, I used to turn down plans a lot more, like, a couple years ago. I'm trying to, like, actively, like, agree to, like, go out more often, at least until, like, this coronavirus thing happened. So, like, the movie was, like, a big inspiration to me. So, like, yeah, that's, that's my first movie. Okay. So, I've never seen that. I don't know too much about it. My, yeah. mo- my first movie is called A Bridge Too Far. Now, this is on Prime Video, and it's on Xfinity. And so what it's about, I'm a very big person on history. And this is an old war flick filmed in 1977. And it's pretty long, too. It's about three hours. Amazing movie, though. It follows Operation Market Garden. And it was basically the Allied plan to do a combined pair drop and armored incursion into Germany to secure um, a series of bridges. I forgot the first one, but it was Nijmegen, and then it was ultimately supposed to lead up to Arnhem. And so the British paratroopers dropped into Arnhem, and they had to hold out against the Germans, but the uh, tanks were taking too long to get there. So it's pretty good. Long watch, but you have plenty of time to watch it. I'd recommend it, and uh, it's got Sean Connery in it. So yeah. 
All right. So my second movie, I guess, is like literally the entire Indiana Jones series. I know it's not like a movie, but like all of them sort of like fall under like the same like theme, I guess. And they're all just like they're all really good, you know. Uh, Indiana Jones is, in my opinion, is like perfect for like if you're like doing something, you want something on the background. Because the thing is, like with Indiana Jones, there's not really much of a storyline, but the action scenes are like amazing. It like especially really piece action stuff. Yeah, like definitely recommend. There's four of them on Netflix right now. I've only watched the first two, two and a half. I wasn't able to finish the third one yet, but definitely like check it out. It's really good. I love it. And yeah. onto yours. Real quick, I'm gonna stick on yours for a second. What do you think yeah. your favorite is? Uh, again, I've only watched like two and a half, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Recommend the entire series, but you've only watched two and a half out of the four. Well, I like the I like the two and a half. I like the two and a half that I watched, right? And I really, I don't know actually. <laughs> Besides, again, I've only watched two and a half. Um, second, uh, let's see. I think Wait, the second. Real quick, before, what are the two and a half you've watched? The first two, like it was um Ark Legend of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Yes, that one. The Last oh, Crusade yes, is also really good, which is the third one. After that, I would say don't bother with it. I heard you're late? Okay. Actually the third one's opening, like actually was like pretty cool. Like the one no, I'm where saying the fourth like, one. I'm not I don't oh, know. The fourth one, yeah. The third one's good. Oh yeah, yeah. So fourth one's bad? Yeah. Okay, I'll keep like that live okay. Alright then. Yeah. My turn? Yeah. Next movie I have, a classic. So we're all off school by force, but Ferris Bueller got to go off school because he wanted to skip in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh now, my gosh. <laughs> you can see this on Netflix or Amazon Prime Video. It's about a, a senior in high school, Ferris Bueller, who decides that he wants to take a day off with his best friend Cameron Fry and his girlfriend Sloan Peterson. And so they go downtown, get into all sorts of hijinks, and run amok while trying to dodge the school principal who is chasing Ferris. Oh, interesting. I'll check it out then. Yes, I highly recommend it. It's very good. I highly recommend it all these, but yeah. Okay, so my third movie is for the weebs out there, right? Because it's an anime movie. So I don't know, I don't know how you feel about that, right? I know Alex doesn't like anime. Actually, okay, here's tried? the thing. Quick tangent. Have you tried? Yeah. So I went out with three of my friends, and they took me to see a movie called... Um, have you ever heard of Your Name? Yes, yes, I have. It was the sequel, the sequel to that movie called Weather In With uh-huh. You or Weather In With You. Yeah, and it was, was an it? American premiere. I actually enjoyed it. It was way better than I thought. Alrighty, then check this one out. It's like pro- it's like my favorite. Like um, what's it called? It's my favorite anime movie like to date. It's called Lupin the Third: The Castle of Cagliostro. It's a really, it's like old, like can you oh, say it again, but slower? Because I oh, couldn't yeah. catch that. I guarantee people won't be able to catch that. Oh, yeah, it's my bad. Lupin the Third, the Castle of Cagliostro. Did you hear that? You good? Yeah. Okay. So, like, it's, like, an old-school, like, um, anime. And, oh, gosh, this one's actually kind of hard for me to explain. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, there's two guys, right? And they're thieves. <laughs> um, they're hired? Okay. My de- the details of my details are like iffy because I haven't watched this in a while, but like I remember really liking it, right? They're like hot I think they're like working to like crack down on like uh on um counterfeit um on a counterfeit money like laundering scheme. No, counterfeit 
a counterfeit money scheme, something like that, right? I think that's a term for it, right? And so they go down. Money? Yeah, fake money. And then, so the so they're like being like, so the money's like being like created in the castle of Cagliostro, which is like in the title, right? And as they're like pulling up to there, they find there's like this runaway bride who's like trying to like get away from being married to like, I think it was the Count of Cagliostro, right? It was just like really interesting to watch. It's a good, it's nice, it's nice. Right. Well, there's something for all you weebs to check out. It's my turn now? Yeah. Okay. So, I didn't plan on saying this, but because Francis got to say an entire series, I'm going to go with an entire series. But okay. specifically one, uh, the Daniel Craig James Bond movies are amazing and highly recommend it. It is five movies in the series, Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, which was the weakest of the bunch. And then it was... Um, was it Skyfall and Spectre? And they're going to come out with the fifth one. I guess there are four currently out. But the one that I most recommend watching is Casino Royale. It's two and a half hours. You can see it on Prime Video, Hulu, or HBO. And it's about Daniel Craig, James Bond, just earning his license to kill. And he has to try and stop... I can't remember what the guy did. I think he um, did... Uh, weapons trafficking and drugs and so he got the bad guy did and he ended up taking a lot of people's money and losing it on a bet because James Bond foiled the plot of his with insider trading and so he was going to have this high stakes poker tournament that he was supposed to win and get all the money back for the people that he owed it to but James Bond enters the tournament under a secret identity which doesn't say secret for very long but that's James Bond being James Bond. And he has to try and stop the guy. And it's a pretty fun adventure. Ends up with a strange torture scene. Um, it's funny, though. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I do my next two, like, back-to-back? Is there, like, other, like, say, no spy movies? Sure. Okay. So, like, these two are, like, spy movies, but they're, like, more family-friendly, you know? So if you have, like, little siblings or whatever you want to watch them with, like, they're pretty good, okay? Mm-hmm. So one of them is Johnny English Reborn. This one's on Netflix, too. It has Mr. Bean in it, right? And he pretty much does the stuff that Mr. Bean does, except he's his, like, secret agent, which is, which is nice. It's nice. And the other one, Skip Trace, which is, like, a bit more action-packed, in my opinion. It's a bit, like... I'd say it's a bit, like, more, I guess, mature than, like, Johnny English Reborn, but I think it's still, like, PG, PG-13, stuff like that. Jackie Chan's in it, and it's really good. So, yeah, those are my last two. Yeah, if you're going to recommend Johnny English, you can't go on without talking about Austin Powers, which is uh, good. Yes. I, I prefer Austin, Austin Powers. Powers is- <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Um, I guess on my two, so the first one of which I was going to talk about, these two are totally unrelated. Um, say Jurassic Park is a great series. The one that I would That's recommend great. most is Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. It was the second movie in the original trilogy. You can see it on Amazon Prime, TBS, TNT, or Fubo TV, I guess. If you know what that is, I don't. And so, in the original Jurassic Park, the park went haywire, dinosaurs escaped and all that, and the world was thrown into this kind of... Or actually, the world wasn't thrown into this thing, but dinosaurs were loose, and... The uh, engine tried to cover it up, but the problem was is that one of the islands, a British family, landed on it, and they got attacked by dinosaurs. 
So the engine board came up with this plan where the island was. It was the site B or the second site. So it's where they kept all the dinosaurs before they moved them to the park. And they, uh, so John, Richard Hammond, no, John, whatever the guy's name is, Hammond, he decides to make a team to go document findings on site B, show that the animals are living in their natural habitat and all. And that they, they're they okay, they don't need to be interfered with. But InGen sends their own team, problems ensue. There's a few great scenes like the RV falling off the cliff, raptors in the long grass. And in the very end, a T-Rex is rampaging through San Francisco. And it's a nice homage to the film industry. So, yeah. Okay, quick interjection. Okay, while well, I want to know Steven Spielberg movies, can I like suggest like one more like really good one? Jaws? Oh no! Okay, Jaws is good. Jaws is good. But um, the, the one thing of it is called um, the Hundred Foot Journey. It's like not on like the sim. It's not like a sim. It's not on the similar genres like most of the movies we've like suggested so far. It's not like as action packed. Well, it's not action packed at all, actually. It's about this like um Indian immigrant who moves to I believe France, right? And so he's like across from like a Michelin. So like his family opens up a restaurant across from, like a Michelin star restaurant. And at first they're like in conflict, but then like he like takes on some of like the French cooking like um. I guess principles, and he fuses like French and Indian cooking, and then it shows like his journey like throughout all that, which is like really nice. I I'd, I'd highly recommend it. I have no idea. I've never seen it, so I'll no. let you be the recommender for that. My last movie. Uh, I'm sure I could get a lot of flack for this because it's another really old one. It came out in 1968, and it's long too, if I remember correctly. I don't remember the exact time. I can figure it out. But it is the Stanley Kubrick masterpiece, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh so you can gosh. see this on Prime Video uh, for free if you have it. And so that it, movie, like, super long? It is. I'm trying to come up with the length. It's long. But you know what? you got plenty of time. You're going to be shut in. Um, <laughs> it's two and a half hours. <laughs> psychedelic journey about mankind. It starts out with a bunch of chimps that are going around beating each other with bones and it eventually goes to space. There's this mysterious monolith on the moon. Then there's an expedition to go out to Jupiter because the monolith is sending signals to Jupiter and the robot turns crazy and starts killing the crew. And there's a whole load of stuff about like the nature of humanity and like interpretations, development, um, evolution, all that kind of stuff. And there's the subcontext of aliens. Then about half an hour, uh, or the last half an hour of a movie is a psychedelic journey about Dave, or, yeah, Dave going through a wormhole and eventually becoming a giant space baby. Interesting. My explanation does not do it justice, but it is an amazing movie that I recommend you should go watch, especially if you're interested into space and kind of interpretations of film. And on the note of um, Stanley Kubrick, though, um, The Shining is also one of his like pretty well-known movies. It is. I love it. It gets so much flack because people say it's not scary or it's boring. But that's because they don't appreciate that it's a suspenseful movie. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think that's our movie list. Are we done for the podcast today? Yeah, so that's been our first episode. If you like what you see, come subscribe us. Subscribe, give us a follow, whatever. I'll yeah. tell all the social media at the end, but um, we don't have a plan really for how often these are going to be. Right now, I guess it's just going to be whenever we want to come together and film one. Yeah. 
Our well, idea I is think that we share game maybe once a week at least. At least once a week is what we're gonna yeah. do. We might even end up like shooting for like two or three just because we have like yeah. nothing else to do. I don't think we'll be able to do it every day though. No, probably not. Yeah, every but, this like took a lot of preparation. <laughs> I mean, half an hour maybe, but it was mainly just looking into that whole earn it act thing. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, um, follow us on Instagram at quarantine underscore podcast. Wait, what, what do you got? Yeah, so before we do it, because I figure we do all social media stuff at the same time. Yeah. Um, so our idea is that we want to try and have a guest on uh, as often as possible, and they can join in, us in our discussions. Um, so if you're interested in becoming a guest, come email us at um, the quarantine podcast one two three gmail or send us a message on our social media and so we have all our social media um youtube instagram twitter facebook and a website yes uh, we have a website and we're on soundcloud huh oh yeah we have a soundcloud i don't have the soundcloud we're we plan on moving to apple podcast too right yeah our plan is to move to apple podcast but we need at least one episode out there first Mm -hmm. so we're going to try and do it after this is done but uh, our website, sites.google.com slash view slash quarantine podcast slash home. It's not too complete yet, but we're going to fill it out. The YouTube is quarantine podcast. Instagram is at quarantine underscore podcast. Twitter was really weird and decided that it wanted to come up with this on its own. It's at quarantine pod C2. I don't know why. Facebook is at Quarantine Podcast One Two Three. Links will be down in the description. And I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all the platforms we're on. Yeah. This is the, SoundCloud. What's the SoundCloud? SoundCloud is just Quarantine Podcast. Okay. So this is being recorded on Wednesday, the eighteenth. I'm gonna put the audio together, try and edit it, get it out tonight. Tonight. And, okay. Well, yeah. It shouldn't be too long. Oh, yeah, it should be. Yeah. Yeah, basically all that I have to do is I have to put the two audio recordings together because Francis's thing crashed earlier, so that was a little yes. bit of But yeah, so, this has yeah. been the first episode of Quarantine Podcast. Um, we hope you listen again. <laughs> yeah, make sure to subscribe, follow on all our different assorted media, and until next time, uh, we leave this train wreck. Adieu. Adios. Adios.